Yeah, I hit the record button. Be afraid. Okay. Could have just started recording a minute ago and I wouldn't have had any idea what was going on. That seems to be how a lot of podcasters do. They just sort of start it and then you know, five minutes in, like, oh yeah, by the way, we've been uh, on uh, whole time. Yeah. We gotta get you to make one. Like one day I'm just gonna walk to your place because it's easier that way. You get better audio. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, Zachary's. Let's hunt. No, actually, I don't even want to hunt half the time. Really, I just want to make... I've had a, a YouTube thing I just... Well, I've, I've had a YouTube. And I've thought of a reason to have a YouTube. And it was because of a... There was some conversation I was having in Fantasy Star about the good old days. Uh-oh, am I cutting out? No. Okay, it says the voice is yellow. Well... I was talking about, like, how the game used to be. And someone called me an old fag and was being cancerous, but whatever, like, oh, you old fag, you're just one of those people. I just, this is my first game. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, but you don't... Like, I was talking about, like, uh, quests that people had a tendency of going on in PSU or weapons that people used because they were broken in the current patch and shit like that that just... In about eight years, no one will know what the fuck we're talking about. No one will be able to relive it. It'll just be gone. So, I'm just Outside been from, you know, very small news from servers. Yeah, but they'd have to have like specific moments where like the vanilla version of a what? Like you have to start like saving patches, and it's some Warcraft servers have done shit like that. But I don't see people can barely recreate Fantasy Star Universe because everything was uh, server side. And they're like, how do we recreate? You have to like manually, like all the quests, you have to just rebuild them yourself. And it was just not good. <laughs> so PSO2, it's like, hey, remember when uh, Braver was broken and this specific photon art was a little tweaked too wrong? No. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess that was just me then. <laughs> but. Yeah, I saw you tweet about uh, trying to preserve moments in the video game in time for these ephemeral. Yeah, fleeting experiences. I love using the word ephemeral. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hit. Like, when I'm playing, like, Legs is still typing in a general room. I can't play Street Fighter V with him in about 10 years. Or whenever, maybe 15 years, we'll say. Like, I won't be able to play with him anymore. Like, how would anyone know what it's like for just people, just people at a low skill level, outside of tournament scenes, to just fucking sit down and play with their friends on the internet? Oh, let's see. Or like, or like whenever we would sit there and play. One second. Word stuff is happening. Oh, they're both leaving. Oh, they're both leaving. Get that out of here. Oh, <laughs> my supervisor's here today. And that was her. Or just oh, she wow. doesn't care. <laughs> we don't. No one cares. <laughs> This is a site that uh, on the weekend you're not really supposed. That, well, you're not really doing anything. You just yeah. just in case something happens, they won't have like a rapid response. So if so someone comes in, yeah, we're just here. And if someone breaks in and starts hacking the building, we can tackle them. Or well, we can't tackle them. Liability. We can yeah. give them a stern look. <laughs> Yeah, we'll call the police and wait here. <laughs> Some choice words. Yes, I will shake my finger at these 
Oh, I'll shake my finger. Uh, I forgot what I was going on about, too, because she came in. Now I'm, but that's just... Ephemeral things. I love that word. God, I love that word. <laughs> in Fantasy Star, it, I guess that it's just an excuse for me to play it. I've been looking for an excuse to play it and feel productive. Because when I play an MMO, I'm like, I'm getting nothing out of it. But what is it like to run certain bits of content while it's actually runnable? Like, the first Ultimate Quest was a really tense and scary moment when it came out. And it was probably going to be a big thing. I didn't know it wasn't. But it was like, oh my god, this is an Ultimate Quest. And look, the, the area looks different. The monsters act and look different. Everything hits hard as fuck. You can't just control them. No one cares anymore. So no one will really know what it's like to play it when it's new. Like, it's just, it's empty. And the second one, people come in, but only, like, because there's a bingo card that says you need to come in. But they don't care. Uh, what else? Challenge mode? No one gives a fuck. Because no, the gear isn't worth it, so they don't run it. And it's like, I don't know what it's like. And I'll never know what it's like. Like, when it's new, when people don't know how to fight it, People, like, I just got killed by an Odin yesterday, not yesterday, a few days ago. I put out a video, I was like, I've never fought this before, I don't know how to fight it, and eventually it's going to be a joke. Yeah. Oh, that's just another Odin, just hit it in the side of the head, it dies real quick. Uh, I, I didn't... And some people don't even know Odin is in there. There was like a Final Fantasy crossover that's just a hidden boss now. <laughs> Do a random quest, Odin might come up and kill you. Like... <laughs> I mean, it's like Night Gear, but then, then again, nobody knows that Night Gear is from another game. I just assume it's a weird boss that they put in the game. It really didn't. Like, when I seen it, I was like, this looks weird. This animates weird. Everything about that monster just seemed weird, but I don't know what it's from. From Shining Force, I think it was. Shining Force? Oh, Shining Force. Wow. That was one of my first RPGs. Or tactical? That was the Genesis game with the great music? Yeah, you know, I still haven't ever actually played it. Like, I think I launched it up on an emulator and like stopped after after like five minutes. But it's aging weird. Yeah. Like perma. I don't know if it's it's not permadeath. It's death with severe consequences. <laughs> death with you gotta like pay a lot to bring them back to life, and then may as well just leave them dead. Go to a priest. The music, the menus, everything about it is a little out of date. But it's yeah, yeah, and it's got a lot of that. Um, didn't that one have some weird Western animation stuff in it too? Mm -hmm. I think so. They had an elf named Hans, the archer, because elves are archers. That's their, or sorry, the archer type Fire is called elf. <laughs> what's your What's your class, elf? Oh, <laughs> use a bow then. I feel sorry for elves and dwarves. They just deal with... It's not racism, but... If you're a dwarf and you're not with a big-ass beard and a hammer, then they're like, what are you? <laughs> Elves, it's like, you don't have a bow? No, I actually like drinking beer it's like, and cutting trees. It's like, what? <laughs> but you're an elf. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm really fond of these brews. <laughs> I just imagine, like, uh, a fucking elf into, like, yoga or something, just a few hundred years, just... Super tone. Like I really would rather not be an archer or a spellcaster. Can I just, can I just, 
I just want to spread the word of yoga. <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the uh, sort of tropes for the elven monk fantasy fantasies. That there's just hundreds of years. Yeah, one dad was waiting on him to get out of here. He waited on that other dad, and he broke down somewhere. One. Okay. So now they gotta go get him. The other one's still here, but. So you're gonna be here all day then. This is what I was like, I get here. I, that's the only reason why I'm needed here is because of where we at. And he <laughs> oh, oh, the guy that they knew was gonna be late. He needs to um, unhook and hook stuff back up when it comes to the cords, and he got he's the one that got to get in the MDF room to make sure the locks work. Uh, oh my, oh my so you gotta you gotta get past the locks to make sure the locks work. Yeah, you gotta disconnect them. What it? They could have changed the door already, but they don't want to disconnect the door because that's the other guy's job now. One that's not up. And then he has to come back and reconnect it, and then make sure it works. Yeah. Well, this is not tedious. Welcome yeah. back. Thank God for Netflix. <laughs> what a job. So they're all getting paid to just sit around now and watch TV <laughs> while they wait. This girl's getting paid uh, time and a half to just stare at a door and watch TV and talk with me, really. And I'm here just talking to you guys. Yes, I'm with us, yeah. Terribly important jobs, terribly important. I know. Someone has to do it, and it might as well be me. <laughs> God, um, that was all I had to say about YouTube, really. I'm, I'm still trying to find a way to justify it, but another thing I was debating on was uh, splitting up my channel, because I know that people usually follow a YouTuber for one thing. So if they're following for gameplay, it's almost like an LP channel, but not quite. It's just bits of... And then I was like, do I put the podcast on that channel as well? Or do I put the podcast on another channel and link it all together as one big-ass network? How much? Because if you split it too many times, you're going to lose everybody. But would you have any, really gained anybody if you... Yeah. Ah. I mean, mostly, mostly what I see is that people like gain a following by, by doing one specific thing. And once their fan base is a certain size, then they, they start splitting off. Yeah. Doing additional content because once you've had a fan base for a while, then they tend to stay, you know, stay around. So you're saying play a lot of Monster Hunter, and oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good segue. <laughs> Remember when I used to play that? <laughs> I have not uh, played Generations. Generations is actually really kind of neat. I haven't played it too much. Um, I mostly just love. That you can play as, as a cat. And that's not someone I should just immediately kick from the party. No, they're actually uh, kind of neat because they essentially got infinite use items as long as they can build up the meter. Yeah. And they've got infinite stamina, and they can always run. They've got melee and ranged options, and depending on their weapon, can either stun the enemy or are really good at cutting tails and whatnot. Um, uh, like a really good, uh, like a prowlers, 
Yeah, like the guy from Sonic the Hedgehog. And can actually deal out some decent, da- uh, decent damage. They're probably a little bit less damage than like a dedicated, you know, like you know, dual blade player or something. But to be fair, like, they've got a lot of versatility. How many good dual blade players have you met? Not I, a lot. <laughs> a lot of them pick it and they're like, I can dodge. I got evade plus three. What about damage? I got evade plus three. All right, no. Well. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I know back in, jeez, I think try, uh, or you know, like three ultimate or whatever it was on the 3DS. Uh, me and Tony were doing uh, dual blades for a while and had a really good evasion set with some uh, like quick charge and like uh, what is it, uh, sharpness. So you can get in there and stay in there with no downtime. Yeah, pretty much, because their demon dodge is really effective, because you can just go straight back into your combo with, yeah, with, like, no downtime. And as long as you can, yeah, you know when to do that dodge, then you can tear something to shreds. Yeah, I used, actually just lost uh, one of my Kohai in the group because they were uh, really not liking my opinions on hunting horns at all. <laughs> I know, but, like... I told them like my the types of hunting horn users I hated, and apparently I was describing them. I told yeah. them it's like people who sit there at the beginning and tell you all to stop so they can buff you, and then oh, people God. who buff in the corner without. I'm like that's they're just awful. Shit. Yeah, well, yeah, because they don't understand the weapon. <laughs> you get uh, it. Like you can, you know, like it's made so that you can attack while you know starting up your song, and then you complete the song and buff everyone, or you know put on some powerful buffs on yourself. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if you've got to walk in, in a corner and away from the monster, that means you're not good with that weapon. <laughs> I was like, okay. guys, wait for buffs. No. Like, oh, it's stupid. Like, Whoops. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, yeah, because honestly... The hunting horn can play a lot like the hammer, just like with additional benefits for the whole party. Yeah. Once you get used to the backswings, or like whenever you actually put the thing up to play the songs, the second yeah. song, you could get like three headshots really quickly and play another song. Like if you line it up right, yeah. you're used to which buttons to press. Yeah, I mean, like uh, above everything else, Monster Hunter games in general are all about learning patterns. And you know, that's not just learning patterns with the enemy. It's also learning patterns with your chosen weapon. Yeah. Because they all have these weird animations, and like you've got a lot of vulnerable places, and you've got to learn how to make the most out of like every invincibility frame, every little stupid back step, forward step. Yeah, and that's and, that's something people don't want to learn though. Yeah, well, no, I she's got lots of block and poke. Evade plus three. Lance, <laughs> I can just, po- just, just press the X button. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, What's the like, point? Like, yeah. keep wasting all of your skills in fucking defense when you have a, well, evading when you have a fucking shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I always wanted to try doing a, uh, a uh, counter lancer. It always seemed like a neat idea, but I couldn't really wrap my mind around that weapon because I spent too long. Playing uh, longsword and uh, insect blade. It's charge blade, 
has a nice high ceiling. Yeah. But uh, I feel like people are too tryhardy in situations where you don't have to be. Like, you get that shield buff, you could guard point everything, or you could just stand there. You could just stand there. <laughs> also, yeah, like... You just immediately blow your whole load every single time. Yeah. Watch this! <laughs> it's like, alright. It's hard not to, it's so tempting. Just just keep it in your pants, just keep it in your pants. <laughs> the charge blade does feel very... The screen shakes, the animation... The whole, I think it even pulls the camera back, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You're like, look at this! Ah! <laughs> when you miss, you're like, oh, I'll just do it again. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I actually like what they did with the bow in uh, Generations also. Do tell. Well, alright, so it's mostly the same, but, uh, you know the backstep? Yeah. The second backstep is like a dive and roll. Oh, so it's huge um, back set. Yeah, and if you push the uh, button to like charge your arrow during it, then you come out of the roll with a fully charged arrow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so you you can back step, roll, and then immediately let loose a uh, full charge. I feel like that's another way to keep people in the fight. More damage. Just anything. Yeah, it's like less downtime. Let's go. Though. Hmm. Yeah, but it, it, it's only with the back stuff, though, so the, the regular dodge doesn't get you that. Yeah, I just, I wish that I, uh, well, you know, I'm sure they have better bows now, because my whole problem with bows and for you was that they sucked until I got a relic dragon bow with just the right set. Yeah, well, probably the best thing that they did was that you now, uh, like, power shot is a function of your hunter style, not the bow. Ooh. So, uh, every bow has its own art shot, and then if you go with the, like, guild style, then you have the power shot also. Uh, so, it all depends on how you want to play, because you can, you know, get your, what is it, like, the, the two hunter arts, uh, and your power shot, or you can give up the power shot uh, to get the uh, third hunter art. And the hunter arts are fun, but, um... Maybe not a substitute well, for power shot. Power shot's really good. Like, <laughs> especially, you go, you know, back step, back roll, full charge shot, power shot. Uh, you know, if you get good at that, then uh, you can actually dish out a lot of that. Like, it makes the bow feel a lot more dynamic. Yeah. Really what it I worry about light bow guns and heavy bow guns. And people are like, you can jump in. I was like, yeah, but what? Who cares? Like, where's? <sighs> and I, I can't yeah. trust anyone really because I know, I know my guns. I just don't know anyone that I used to play with who actually knows anything about like any real. Like, I mean, you had your guns, you knew what the hell you were doing, but outside yeah. of you, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> How do I teach yeah, these like, people? I didn't really use heavy bow guns either. Like, I never trusted myself with those. Yeah, less, less, uh, I guess, defensive options. <laughs> Put a shield on it, though. <laughs> yeah, that was a neat set. <laughs> My tanky set was ridiculous. I actually kind of want to play it again. That's another thing that I got to capture because... Oh, oh, yeah, that was another thing about YouTube. Remember Fantasy Star Zero? Yeah. Yeah, no one really can play it anymore online. I'm yeah. aware. Like, it's... 
I hear it's possible, but it's one of those BS private server things. You've got to do so many things to, to actually do it that it's not worth it. Yeah. I really enjoyed that game. <laughs> it was different. Like, they definitely tried to, to recapture Fantasy Star Online with the mags and the, just the whole general feel of it. But having, like, the photon arts tied to each weapon... A little strange. Like, it was even, like, the level of photon art, wasn't it? I think so. You just have to farm weapons and cross your fingers. Yeah, like, it had that real sort of Diablo Borderlands feel of, like, how the, how the loot worked. I just remember uh, shields being broken. But, you know, probably the... Oh, yeah, shields were broken. <laughs> you know what probably the best thing that that did was that that was the first Fantasy Star game that gave everyone their own loot. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I forgot as how old that game was. Fantasy uh, Star Zero was, was a DS game? Universe. Yeah, Universe, yeah, no one... I think it, I think it was patched in later. Yeah. But Universe, at first, was like, you would kill a dragon and then get kicked, and like, be like, what the, what the... Yeah, but, uh, yeah, Fantasy Star Zero, everyone got their own loot, which that was probably the best idea they had, like, just in the history of the series, because I remember raising you for rare items in Fantasy Star Online. I remember fucking with telepipes to get rares. Yeah. Just put them, just put them around. <laughs> because friendships went out the, the goddamn door whenever a rare item dropped. Oh yeah, like I would. Uh, I think when I killed a Hilda Blue on Ultimate and got a, a Frozen Shooter. Yeah. Oh man, Ethan just didn't want to talk to me for a while. But I was like, it's, it's a really good weapon. <laughs> Insta freezes everything. It's so good. Oh my god, it, it was amazing. Yeah, that was maybe not the best. Yeah, maybe not a. <laughs> I would love to see that game come back though, honestly. Like, what? Which one? Online or Blueverse? Even yeah, Card I... Revolution. I really died a lot to you, but like, I had fun. <laughs> split. What was it? Split burst or whatever. The one roll one d six and add it to your damage. The fucking oh, card. Oh yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I forgot about that game. It hurts. I had a lot of fun with that. I've never like, beaten it. It was such a weird concept to take Fantasy Star and make it into this weird, like, Dungeon Dice Monsters type card game. I think Toaster might have the the actual, like, hardware to play that game online. Yeah, I do have the physical game at online uh, thing as well. You gotta go to Evan Zacharis and just get that shit. You're like, hey, you're not using this anymore, are you? And you know Mario DDR on a dance pad, you're not using those anymore, are you? You know, I actually got all of the Mario DDR songs on my uh, Step Mania game. It's so good. I haven't been able to play it because I've got this stupid plantar fasciitis in my heel. What is that? It's um like the tendon that connects your um your calf muscle to your foot. Ooh. Like over the heel that like it was probably from too much DDR to be perfectly honest um, but yeah I've, I, I've been having problems with it and you know just sort of 
uh, nursing it, waiting for it to heal. So I haven't been able to play any DDR. I've been sitting there gaming away. That sucks. Yeah. Well, hey, it's like at least you're putting effort into it. Maybe maybe it's something where you gotta like stretch more before you start, or something. Well, at this point, it's mo it, it's mostly stretching it and not putting too much uh, stress on it. I guess so, one-legged DDR is not a good. <laughs> well, my like, like I can sort of feel it in my other foot. Oh no! Like it, like it's like sort of vaguely there, but in my right foot, like I, I woke up one morning, and like went to get out of bed and just like fell the fuck over, because it hurt so much, and I walked with a limp for like a couple weeks. Oh man, does that mean you get to use a cane? I wish. <laughs> And, like, the fucked up thing is that, like, my supervisor at, at work had taken off because I'm apparently the only other fucking person that can do uh, do the job. My boss had me work his off day, so I worked nine days straight on that goddamn foot. Uh, well, if they would hire me. You know, maybe they would hire me if they didn't know that they fired me before now. Because I am yeah, a different I, person. Yeah, I mean, I know Ally's not going to be at that site for, for much more longer. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the uh, the chief security officer there told me as much, which is why I'm you know getting on over at at, at these uh, luxury apartments, which is a much nicer job, and it's like a three dollar bump in my pay rate, which is nice. And less work, I assume. Because uh, more money usually means less work in security. Uh, it's comparable. It's different amount of work though it's like you know refilling coffee pots you know uh filing and finding packages uh you know uh, uh just like because you're not a security officer you're a concierge oh my so passing yeah i know i do i've been like a receptionist in the last couple jobs that's what i'm doing now that's basically what it is it's like I sit here, I look pretty, I play Fantasy Star all day, currently making podcasts, and no one bothers me. And then someone comes in, hello, and then go back to playing games. <laughs> and then two days a week, I'm back on my old site, trying to put out fires that, you know, uh, have happened throughout the, the previous seven days that I wasn't there. How's the new hotshot supervisor guy there? Like, wasn't there a new person for uh, that? Well, yeah, well, because what happened was that, so there's my supervisor that that was there, and then the cultural trust hired a chief security officer. Ooh. That, like, you know, basically came in to make decisions for all that and started having us do a whole lot more while at the same try time trying to negotiate with our company to pay us less. <laughs> so fucked up. Uh, um, and so my supervisor uh, did, did not get along with the CSO at all, like from like day one. And so he put in for a transfer and then he ended up getting transferred over because someone at another site caught promoted. And uh, then I was on vacation when that happened. Uh, and then I came back and I was like, you're the supervisor now. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, and then it's just sort of all 
bullshit because honestly, I don't go along with a lot of the guards there now. They like they change out the guards there over and over, and honestly, most of them are not good. They're not worth what they're getting paid to be honest. Yeah, you need to get a. Like, I'd love to get into human resources for security companies or something, or just some person who, I don't want to call it quality assurance, but there are a lot of guards. Like, you can just put me on a site as a guard just to investigate the guards on the site. I'd be that asshole. Oh, oh yeah, that's mostly what I've been, to be perfectly honest. Um, but, like, it feels like, because we've gotten nothing but, like, like, 19 to 21 year old girls for the past year Hot. and they all know each other uh-huh. and, and, you know like they're all from the same neighborhood the same high school whatever oh, and right. so as, as soon as two of them are in the room together discipline goes out the fucking window <laughs> so you gotta split them up yeah pretty much and that's you know sort of one of the the problems that I have with that site um yeah, now, because I mean, I've been working there for, there for like five years. I love everyone on the other side of the desk. Uh, like, I like I get along, like, it's a wonderful place to work if you don't take into account your own coworkers. That's how it is pretty much everywhere with this company. Like, it's, like, I, right now I'm at this, you know, this nice little building here, and all the people in the building who are getting paid way more than I ever would be are very, very nice to me. Even the contractors, most of them are very nice to me. But other employees within the same company, pieces of shit, every fucking one of them. <laughs> Except for like maybe one or two people way over my head, most of them are shitheads. And then a lot of the people in the office are just too worried about preserving their own job and not yeah. really concerned about what's actually happening outside. Like when I talk about raising issues with human resources, it just goes away. I'm like, should I just start going over everyone's head to the general, like, not general, regional manager? Should I just go over their whole fuck, like, the... And it would raise questions. Why does she have to go to them? Well, here, let me talk to you. Why? (laughs) Oh. As I'm going to lose my job if I actually tell people what I see in all these sites, like... And it would... Then other people would have to lose their jobs for retaliation. (laughs) So I'm not doing anything wrong. That's one thing they could say, but they can also say that like they're scheduling me out of the, the whole company altogether. Like, yeah. had one lady was just basically just treating me like shit nonstop. Like, she just didn't like what I was, and like, that was a personal problem on her end. But like, you can dislike me all you want. I'm not doing anything wrong, and I'm being cordial. I'm just going there to work, and she just turns her nose up. Because <laughs> I exist. So, I went and reported her, but I also went further, and, um, well, there was this little, like, there's this weird gray area when it comes to reporting people. When you're trying to catch discrimination that no one believes, like, if you say, hey, like, I went to my, my not field supervisor, the guy over my field supervisor, so manager field like the yeah. general whatever that guy yeah, like that. i was like this lady here because i told my field supervisor about the supervisor and then i told him which is above the field supervisor and he's like well we can't yeah. really prove that she said anything and it's just hearsay i was like okay so it's 
I'm making outrageous claims that no one would believe, okay, that someone would just outwardly treat me like shit in the public lobby, like right there in front of everybody. It's what's happening. I know it sounds stupid. No one will believe me? Okay, let me bring this microphone then. I just walked in, and then that day was just the worst day I've been. But like, I was like, all right, I'm recording it, and she was being worse than she ever was. <laughs> that was a weird, weird, weird day at work. Because she's like, when I came in, I wasn't on the site, but she didn't tell me I was on the site. And she's like, oh, didn't anyone tell you? You're not here tonight. It's like, you let me come all the way out here and didn't call me because it was not my problem. She wanted to move me off the schedule, but she didn't want to tell me. She wanted someone else to tell me. And she didn't tell them. And uh, she was trying to wiggle out of it, but it's like, it's all recorded. Like, it's all here. Like, no one... There's records of all the times you call the supervisor. He has voicemails and everything, text messages. It's like, there's nothing about what you did tonight that was right. She's been kicking a lot of people off that site for personal reasons, because she's trying to, like, move her family into that build. Like, it's a senior home. She's trying to move her family uh, in. She's trying to get gifts from people. And it's like, she doesn't want to lose that posh position. But she's also, like, really fucking up bad. And I'm like, you know, if this gets swept under the rug, who do I have to go to? Because I know, like, it was rec recording is wrong, but, like, this was in the lobby in the public spot. It was yeah. so, like, to catch... So, like, what's the legal area with that then? Well, if I'm recording a conversation between other people that have nothing to do with me, it's, like, in Pennsylvania, it's illegal. If I'm recording yeah. a conversation that I have a part in and it's in a public spot, it's a gray area. If I'm recording oh. a conversation specifically to catch discrimination that is kind of like or harassment or discrimination that no one wants to like no one believes because it sounds ridiculous there's legal yeah. precedent in there too it's like hey uh because there's a case that was one where it's like someone's like they're black and their workers were they were being called racial slurs and no one would believe them because it just seems so ridiculous why would they call you that in the middle of the lobby you know, i'll prove it they won the case because what they were saying you know, like fuck how they got the like how they got them like recording it's what was being said to them and that's the weird yeah. part where it's like she's making claims and she's telling you a different story and then she's trying to like oh you can't record that it's not a you are not interested in the recording because you know what you said <laughs> <laughs> and they don't want to hear it because it's like it's a little it's hard not to be completely biased when you hear exactly what was said Instead of just take, yeah. you could take someone's word for it and then have doubt. Oh, well, maybe it didn't happen that way. Or you could just listen to the whole thing and go, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> What's all this about moving? She was like talking shit on supervisors, talking about like going over the like filled supervisor's head. Like, it's like, okay, she's just everything, everything she shouldn't be saying, she's just saying right here because she has no idea. And my headphones are microphones. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's some legal shit there, but, like, honestly, if they don't want to take it, they didn't take it. But if they don't want to take it, I can always just go to the news or something. I don't care what happens at that point. Yeah. That's, like, worst-case scenario. Like, nothing, you do nothing about this. You just leave her in here, and you just... You're going to let her... Like, because every supervisor I've ever been sent to treats me like shit. And, it, like, the one I've... Except for this one. And I think it was because I was supposed to be the supervisor here. 
Like, yeah, like that's one thing is that I actually didn't want to be the uh, supervisor at the old site because I want to manage those people. Uh, you want to go over that? You want to go further? Yeah, well, because the thing is, originally I was supposed to be doing five evenings at this new place. And then I guess the chief security officer was rather pissed because I was the last guard that he liked. Uh, and, um, you know, he, well, because one thing, he's flat out sexist. Like, he just doesn't like, like, any of, of the female guards, even the ones that do a good job. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, he just, just because they're women, he thinks they do worse jobs. That's a little ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, man, I gotta tell you about this guy, but you, go on. Yeah, so, and there's, like, let's see, there's, like, two other male guards, and then the rest of them are all female. Uh, and yeah, yeah, so there's, like, seven female guards and, like, three male guards, including myself. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, yeah, he does not like any of the female ones. Even, and like I said, even when they do a, a good job, when they do, do everything he asks and yeah, do it, he still has a negative opinion of them. And for, for some reason, I come out, you know, as the favorite. I'm like, I'm doing the same job. I'm like, I don't think I'm doing anything extra that, you know, warrants him wanting to keep me on as supervisor there, but, you know. I think that this reeks of a guy who lost his job to a woman before. Oh, well, he's recently divorced, oh. and he was a cop for 17 years. <laughs> so... So there's some... There's some hatred yeah. in there. Yeah, as far as I know, but... <sighs> that's, uh... That's, so, yeah, I, like, I'm just there. Like, my boss, you know, uh, yeah, flat out told me, that those two days are just, just going to be maintenance for that site. Just to you know, get stuff done that isn't going to get done on the other days. And just so that they pay you more for the work that you have to do? Because that sounds like you're doing well, more than normal. Yeah, well, because they're still going to be... Because this new site is like a $3 pay uh, bump. Uh, and I'm going to still be getting that pay rate even with those two days that I'm working at my old site. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Because that, because that. that was my first, first reaction when he asked me to do those two days. I'm like, well, I'm gonna be making less those two days. And he's like, no, 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 I'll still pay you the increased rate. I was like, oh, all right, then I'll do it. <laughs> Sold. Well, because he pulled me off, off that site, because uh, he was being really vague about that too. Because uh, my old supervisor, who was still doing the schedule, even though he was at a different site, texted me and said, hey, I see that you're off the schedule. So I'm like. No one told me that, and this was like the last half hour of, of uh, you know my my last day there, and so I texted my you know my boss above him and said what's happening. And he says I'll keep you updated. Oh boy. Um. So like there was a lot of people you know at, at the site that I didn't get to say goodbye to because you know I've worked with these other people for you know the past five years and I've got a really good work working relationship with them. Uh, and you know, I, I didn't want to be a uh, sort of thing where you know, like that, la you know, that, la that last day, I flat out told some of them that you know, as far as I know, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and then just next day, up oh, gone. Yeah, that sucks. So, yeah, 
the good thing though is because if the chief security officer was being honest and not lying straight to my face, and that he w he isn't just shopping for price, which you know I get the idea that he is shopping for price because you know his first thing was let you know how can we pay you guys less? Um, you know me working those two days there means that you know when the other company comes in looking around and start offering you know like the couple guards that they are if they do offer more money then i could stay on yeah with, you know this new place and if not then i could just go hey i, I want to work five days a week at the at the new site that I'm at. so i'm kind of in the best position that i can be at yeah, the moment. they need you and you're wedged in i think any yeah. mildly competent guard could get really high in any of these companies with it i feel like they wouldn't want to move me up because why would they if i'm like the best guard they have I'm pretty sure I could do well. I think what I want to do is go to that building in person and then talk directly to them. Because uh, what I got fired for was bullshit. It was kind of yeah. like some guard trying to just get rid of people. And uh, I'm not even the same person. I'm not even, like, how many years ago was that? Ally Barton was 2008 to 2010. I was no 2009 I got out of the army and that was my first job and then yeah. right into college I went in like I was trying to like make it and I was like I've seen this so many times you left early you abandoned your post that's a big way of saying you left an empty parking lot early Jesus yeah. it's an empty fucking parking lot I was out five minutes before and you were sending a new supervisor around to just basically like expose people yeah, yeah I did it I was wrong and I learned my lesson I lost my job that was fucking six years ago. Like, is it one of my lifetime ban? Plus, it's Allied Universal now. Oh? Um, yeah, there was a merger or a buyout or something. Uh, so, honestly, with your new legal name in there, uh, <laughs> the <merger laughs> They probably don't even fucking know. Like, how much security probably. experience you have? Uh, just three years, we'll say. <laughs> Two and a half of his, and then the army. Oh, you're in. I'm obviously like hella qualified for security, and I. Fuck, isn't Motoko Kusanagi? Isn't she the head of public security? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. I clearly like sitting on my ass and getting paid for it. This is. In modern day nights, there's just you not see much. See my autobiographical movie of me. Exactly. 100% true. 100%. I have uh, Scarlett Johansson playing as me. It's great. <laughs> I don't know why it's not an Asian lady, but oh wait, wait, no one likes Asian women as leads in Hollywood. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Did you guys see that? Like, uh, I think she looks great, but she's not. Like, people are really like that. It should just be an, a Japanese actress, is Motoko. One thing yeah. they don't mention, though, is that Motoko is Japanese, but her body is completely cybernetic, so. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've seen the arguments, and, you know, honestly, I fall on the. You know, pro like, they probably should have looked for a Japanese actress rather than immediately go for the most popular white actress currently. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they... Isn't she, like, in all those Marvel movies? Yeah. As, yeah, she plays, like, as a spy, Scarlet. She's yeah, the redhead in the spandex? Yeah, she's, yeah. like, currently just, like, the most popular female actress. Um, so they're like, 
star power. Let's, yeah. You know, let's let's get people in the seats to see Scarlett Johansson. I mean, you could sell them on name. Like I, the main way I was thinking is like Ghost in a Shell is a powerful name. Yeah. Like, and it's a a genre that doesn't really go explored all that much. Well, there was one movie called Her, and there was Deus Machina, but Deus Machina, whatever. It was Deus Ex, I think. Deus Machina was about a... Or was it just Ex Machina? Or yeah, 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 Ex Machina. It was about a guy getting this... There was a robot girl, and he was talking to her for most of the movie. That was. I thought it was kind of enjoyable. I think so. It got weird, and I like it. Because... Ghost in the, the Shell movie, honestly, where it comes down to is they're putting a lot of money into the movie because, yeah, there's going to be a lot of effects and it, it's expensive. And when it comes down to it, they want to make uh, uh, make their money back. Yeah. And that makes it more guaranteed. Yeah. There's probably someone like, if we get her, we'll make the movie. And they're yeah, like, pretty much Fuck. because they don't want to focus on the group that they, because they figure the people that are fans of Ghosts in the Shell. We'll see it regardless. Yeah. They want to get people that know nothing about it to go see it. So there's going to be a lot of giant Tachikoma explosions. <laughs> I wonder which Ghost in a Shell they're going to take after. So my favorite was the uh, 1995 movie. But Standalone Complex has a lot of explosions and shit. And fun things to play around with. Or, or maybe it's just something else altogether. But honestly... Yeah, they may just go... These may make their own... Yeah. Might be like the Aeon Flux movie. I don't remember that. I mean, remember the name. I don't, I don't remember. Was it good? It was alright. Was that the one where she died, but didn't die and came back, and then sought revenge on everyone, and then, like, in the end, they're like, oh my god, I thought you were dead or something? Yeah, like, it was alright. It wasn't really like the show, though. Honestly, for a Ghost in a Shell movie, all you really need is a detective thriller almost. You don't really need to do much. Just it was or at least that's what I got out of most of it was just a lot of deep conversation about identity and shit. It's like it was kinda cool, but you don't really need shooting and guns and you don't need much of that. <laughs> I would just leave it on in the background and go, ah, oh, what a great conversation that was. Alright. <laughs> so when is that movie even coming out? I have no idea. Probably twenty seventeen. Yeah. Like I feel like it might be like a summer thing. Hmm. Which, because if it does come out in the summer, then it probably is going to be more of just an action movie. I assume that's what it's going to be like. Even the new Ghost in a Shell game is just a fucking MMO shooter thing. No real thought. It's just, hey guys, here's a standard fucking group shooter, but it has Ghost in a Shell stuff, right? And you like that? You like that, you pricks? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly. There was a game like, uh, it, it should be like, I love a Ghost in a Shell game that's like uh, Assassin's Creed multiplayer. Where you're like, I don't even fucking know who's the enemy right now. One of these motherfuckers got brain hacked or something. I One of these motherfucking people is acting weird. You! <laughs> yeah. But yeah, because no. like, games like that would be really neat, but you know, like that's sort of a thing that someone would have to take a chance on. Yeah, no one wants to do that. <laughs> That's not AAA gaming nowadays. Nah, no, none of that. No chances of what works. Well, it's barely even indie gaming now. I mean, shit. Look at the new Zelda game. 
<laughs> the new Zelda game is like, okay, we got some, we got a checklist. Uh, let's see, because they just look at every game lately. Crafting system, check. Uh, item degradation, uh, check. And I'm like, that's oh no no no, check. It's good because then you have to craft. A big open world for no reason, check. Okay, and uh, okay, what else can we get in here? Uh, clothing, check. Uh, what else? What other check marks can we? Basically, like if you look at the next Tomb Raider game, based off of where it was and what it is now. Now look, yeah. the new Tomb Raider game. Uh, maybe I should explain it. If anyone played Tomb Raider on the PS One, the hardest fucking and the hardest and scariest thing was jumping from one ledge to another. Like, okay, I'm gonna yeah. jump, I'm gonna turn, I'm gonna just hold this button, make sure I run right yeah. to this edge, three steps, I'm gonna raise my arms in midair to grab, I'm gonna, oh, oh I died. Because it was a weird precision 3D platformer with weird controls. It was so hard. Yeah. I totally understand that, because, like, I went back and tried to play it again. It's and hard. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's hard. And then you it's play the new Tomb Raider. <laughs> like, the combat in the old one was just haphazard, dual gun bullshit. Just yeah, please hit, please hit. There's a tiger killing me. <laughs> the yeah, new it was all Johnny Wu. Yeah, they're flipping and shooting. Now it's and just you could just move like moving from point A to B. They try to make it look tense, but you're really just holding up and pressing a button. You're not even you know she grabs ledges automatically. She jumps yeah. pretty much automatically. Movement is nothing, but you can get headshots. You can craft explosions. <laughs> Yeah, because the old games, you know, like, you got the tension because you didn't know if you were going to su succeed or fail because the controls were shit. Yeah. Um, in these ones, they made the controls rather easy and intuitive, you know, so that it's, you know, doing all these, you know, all these jumps is, is not a problem, and they try to make it tense via the cinematics. Yeah. You know, Set they, pieces. They try using movie tricks to make it tense rather than a video game tricks. I just really miss. Oh, right. You can probably pull up 15 examples of indie games that say, hey, you want tense movement? Here you go. Here's one where you have to use every button on the control to just grab a fucking ledge, and rock climbing can be scary. Or here's a limited stamina bar here, and you can just. Or here's Mirror's Edge. Good luck playing that without vomiting. Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Things moving. You gotta hold. You gotta. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you want to talk about a game that like makes you feel the movement, it's that one. I feel like that's what it should have turned into, like Tomb Raider, like yeah. not Shadow of the Colossus exactly, but that system of movement, because yeah. you felt heavy, you felt just everything seemed deliberate. It's kind of like Monster Hunter animation shit on. Yeah, there was another game that I was playing a couple of years ago that had like it was a uh, like sort of post-apocalyptic exploration with very. Um, Shadow of the Colossus type movement. What's it called? I am alive. Yes. Never heard of it. <laughs> interesting. Game. <laughs> yeah, that one had a pretty limited bar. You were just like, please. And I think if you you could push yourself further to keep climbing, but it would permanently damage your stamina or some shit like that, or yeah. give you a big penalty. Yeah, like that. That was interesting game. Like I, I probably only played it for a couple hours though. Yeah, and nowadays you can relive it with I am bread, the bread simulator. <laughs> you can move like realistic bread. <laughs> Wait, is that what it was? <laughs> just make a connection. Like, was that what I am bread? Yes. Was, uh... 
<laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, oh yeah. Is that like a straight homage? Probably is. I'm gonna have to look up release dates. Uh, it's funny we came in for hunting games and now I'm talking about bread simulators. Yeah. I'm perfectly fine with it. Well, so, oh, uh, back to generations though. Probably the biggest thing that I noticed though is that when you're gathering, you can hold in the button and just keep gathering. Ah. You still have to crouch? Uh, no. No? No, and it's it's honestly faster than if you had speed gatherer in, in previous games. Because no one gave... I know they wanted hunting and gathering to feel visceral. Like, look, you can gather and collect honey, but at a certain point, you're like, I just want fucking... I, I just want a mega potion, and you won't just sell it to me, and I don't want to gather honey all day. <laughs> yeah. Just give me my fucking honey. So that, like, it, it's the same thing with gathering from monsters. You, you know, you can just keep on carving. You can just keep on gathering. And honestly, that's one of the biggest, just like, uh, quality of life improvements that they made. Yeah. Uh, that is great. I would love more communication and less reliance on Gaijin Hunter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Gaijin Hunter to me is like, uh, Whenever someone brings up, uh, when you're playing competitive Pokemon, Smogon rules in a casual battle. Yeah. I'm like, let me put my Amongus back. I guess I can't use that anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I want to go, because uh, uh, at uh, Tekko this year, they had uh, a Pokemon League, uh, you know, where you would go and, you know, face, uh, uh, face these different uh people that, that were, you know, acting as gym leaders and get badges. And they all had the same set? It was, well, no, it was small on rules. Oh. Um, which, you know, they, and like, thing is, they didn't clarify even which small on rules. Yeah, because. They just said small on rules. I'm they like, keep well, changing it. What does that mean? OU, UU? Yeah, what clauses are in effect? Because I know there's a lot of optional clauses that aren't in, in every single battle. And what I'm playing on the simulator, we're playing on our 3DSs. No more swagger. <laughs> We're tired of that fucking key, and we just want to have three attacks and the setup. No more swagger. <laughs> yeah. So like that. So like, like I played a couple, uh, couple matches. They uh, they were nice people. Had a, uh, a few good matches, but like still, like it kind of bugs me going in, and like a lot of people assume everything's gonna be this community-made rule set. Yeah. Uh, rather than like the you know, like the rule set that's already built into the games that you're actually playing on. I actually lost a friendship at Nintendo over that game. Oh yeah. Because uh, apparently I'm just a know-it-all, but that's a problem when you're playing Pokemon. You're not supposed to. I mean, you hit me with some weird shit, like fucking. <laughs> I was like, okay, here's this bird. Here's it gonna oh, taunt. <laughs> and that's that's exciting. That's exciting shit when you get hit with something you just don't expect. That's just kind of like a, like a fucking, what's that dark frog thing that everyone loves? Water, dark Greninja. Greninja. That's like a Greninja using like role play and like you're like what the hell is going on here? Oh, 
Did I show you that um, combo that I made with uh, Masquerade and Swoobat? What? Swoobat's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing with a cute little heart nose, right? And a fuzzy yeah. face? Yeah, and, and Masquerade is that shitty uh, uh, bug Pokemon that was a water Pokemon that evolved into a flying bug. <laughs> yeah, I made a really fun uh, double set of that. Uh, Do tell, because I don't think I've never, I don't think I've ever seen them. Yeah, like I've got a bunch of battle of battle videos of it, because I, I crush a lot of people with this, because they just don't see it coming. So, all right, first off, Masquerade has Intimidate, which intimidates both enemies in a double match. Yeah. It, it also learns Quiver Dance. That um, seems a little strong. Yeah. For us, for its base stats awful, like it's got awful base stats. Um, Swoobat gets the ability simple. Oh. It also gets skill swap. So when you skill swap with an intimidate, it triggers again. So they're not going to kill you immediately because they can't. Yeah. So the way that I've I, like I had to tweak it a bit. Well, like, like as I played, because you know, like, I needed just just enough speed to outspeed certain things after a single quiver dance, uh, uh, simple boost. So I, I swapped the um, simple onto Masquerade. The Masquerade uses quiver dance. Yeah, if your base uh, speed is under fifty, it would be a problem, I think. Yeah, like it's. Like, I, I had to put just enough speed EVs into it to, like, outspeed a Crobat after a, uh, simple, or, you know, after a, uh, a simple boost of, uh, Quiver Dance. Yeah. What is the, like, uh, speed of, uh, the base speed of, uh, I forget. like, 60, it's, 70? Yeah, it's, like, 60, something like that. So, if it was just 16, you didn't put anything in it, a Greninja would still kill you. It's such a weird yeah, work, how that is. Yeah, <laughs> having to, to, to do some math because Crobat was my benchmark for like what I need to outspeed. I actually, that's another thing I got in trouble about at work. <laughs> because I'm a number nerd. They were like, I had a Mawile sucker punching the shit out of this guy, but like, my Mawile's yeah. base speed is 50, if I recall correctly. And I was outspeeding yeah. a Dragonite, and I was like, what the fuck is with this Dragonite if I can outspeed a Dragonite? Like, what the hell do you have on you that's making you so fucking slow? Because I maxed out the mobile speed. Like, I put in a speedy nature and then just a bunch of speed EVs. And I was like, I should not be outspeeding this Dragonite. What is it, 80 or some shit? Like, it shouldn't be. It just shouldn't yeah, be. Dragonite's not the fast. Well, like, Dragonite's not the fastest. He's also not the slowest, though. Like, he's, he's sort of middle range in speed. Yeah. I think I outsped a... Uh, the fuck was it? A un, like a speed boost Blaziken first turn. Like before it got that boost in and was going to wow. do anything. I was like, you are really bad. I think it's because a lot of people, like, uh, especially when they're going to be boosting their speed, they don't invest into, into speed because they figure they can invest in other places and the speed won't matter. Yeah. But um, so the best part of that Masquerade Swoobat combo is that Masquerade also gets Baton Pass. Oh. So you intimidate, uh, so, intimidate, and throw the stats in someone else. Yeah, so it's um, Quiver Dance, Baton Pass, uh, 
Protect. No. Uh, and Ice Game. Protect is fun. Reminds yeah. me of King Shield. You just guess right. Or just yeah. four of them. Who cares? <laughs> Spore. Spoobat <laughs> is Skill Swap. Uh, Super Fang. Super Fang is the uh, cut HP and add, right? I think that's Hyper yeah. or Super. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, no. Super Fang is the cut people's HP and half. Hyper Fang is just the powerful attack. Um, then it's also got uh, uh, Magic Coat. Ooh, no one expects yeah. that one. And Taunt. Uh, Magic Coat, like, so for a while now, the double battle standard has been either Darkrai when you're actually like going in, into pre battles. Or Smeargle with Dark Void. Jesus. So anytime I see a Smeargle, Masquerade protects and Swoobat uses Magic Code, bounces it back on them, and then I and then I set up, and then I either swap into uh, Mega Altaria because giving Mega Altaria some uh, simple, uh, you know, some some Quiver Dance boosts into a Hyper Voice is ridiculous. Or into Porygon 2 with Eviolite. And you can't protect against uh, Hyper Voice without very specific things, can you? Well, you can. Well, Hyper Voice gets past Substitutes and Light Screen. Yeah. It's uh, real hard. Well, like, mostly the thing is um, Mega Altaria gets completely shut down by Heatran, so I have to like how, well, like my backup is you know Porygon two with Eviolite as the backup against Heatran. Heatran's kind of hard to get, isn't it? Heatran. Everyone has it, but it's hard to get, everyone. isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of like that washing machine that everyone has. Yeah, like like you can like like everyone's got it, and it's just like a, a broken Pokemon. But it's not Diggersby though. Yeah, Diggersby. Oh man. I, I'm <laughs> I'll be honest, I've not heard... Like, Swoobat, I looked at it and it was something that I killed for EVs. And yeah. the other one was just something I ran into in stupid spots and I just killed for killing. I never yeah. once thought of it as a competitive Pokemon. And then, yeah. it's like, that's why, like, it would fuck me up. Like, you give me all the, like, starter Pokemon in the world, all the legendaries, but a, a Swoobat? does that? It's like someone throwing a mischievous at you with an Eviolite. You're like, what? Why? What? What is that? Why would you? Because it's cute. Okay. <laughs> and like, I've got like 20 videos of me just stomping people. And you actually put it on YouTube? Well, no, uh, battle videos. We gotta put it on YouTube. Game. <laughs> I'm gonna give you, you, know, you can give me the code, I'll record it on my 3DS, and I'll send you the video through Dropbox. You'll be famous, goddammit. That because uh, like that one like like I like I honestly the biggest problem with that whole thing is um, uh, choice scarf Landorus ooh choice scarf Landorus um, with uh, rock slide I think I should just start putting battle replays up people do that on Street Fighter all the time like oh here's Daigo versus this guy and they're not they're not doing the content they're just putting it up there. 
Yeah, well, I mean, like, 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 there's a couple of uh, tubers that just do that. They, you know, like, they'll do some stuff themselves, but then they'll, they'll also have, you know, like, you know, send me all of your battle codes and, like, I'll do commentary over them and, like, get a bunch of views for it. Yeah, I'll do that, too. That's another thing for the Mallet Smash archives, because in a couple years, you're not going to be able to play that anymore, or this generation won't be relevant. Yeah, like, actually, so the battle replays... Uh, are like sort of through the global link, aren't, uh, aren't they? I think so. I think they were like tr uh, transferring the, like the global link over to Sun and Moon, Ooh. and it won't work with the old ones anymore. So I, I I don't know if the replays will still work. So we're running out of time. You're saying? Possibly. That's a little. I'll have to check. But, yeah, keep uh, me in the loop because Sun and Moon I'll actually buy. Um, I skipped the last generation because. It didn't have character customization. I can't make a tan waifu with pretty clothing. In this one, I think I might be able to make a tan waifu, but I don't know about clothing. Yeah, well, yeah, clothing. Uh, and clothing is back. The oh, thank God. Thing, Fitness? You can take off your hat. Oh, you can take your hat off? Yes. Oh, thank goodness. I'm sold. Yes, that is, uh, that is confirmed. <laughs> confirmed hat take off. <laughs> toaster, I can't even yeah, explain. Like, <laughs> how yeah, fucking like, annoying. I saw that, like, to like contact you immediately but I know how you are with like the spoilers and I, I wasn't oh, sure no, no. I want to know about customization like yeah. I don't want it like I don't want to be like oh here's the alone form of blah 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 I was like fuck you I don't want to know because I hate that's the thing that kills me like I I want to know when I'm hunting them down I'll run into like an alone form of a giant necked fucking like yeah like there's the, yeah. the coconut yeah. tree thing I'm like you what the hell is that I wish I seen that in game see I'm the opposite I've been eating up every single spoiler yeah you do competitive stuff that you gotta know yeah gotta get on that I gotta gotta get the on that low and form executor is gonna be top tier and competitive I think that. I think Always I want it I hope the tropius is like that too where it's just everything just has long oh, necks yeah that'd be amazing <laughs> yeah Venus not like, Venusaur What's that other starter? Huh? The starter that looks like a dinosaur, the grass dinosaur thing. Uh, Bailey? Yes. I want it to have uh, a long yeah. neck, too. <laughs> they should all yeah. have long yeah. yeah, but um, honestly, I wonder if... Because I, I know they're tweaking some of the stats for the Alolan forms. I won't you know, say what they are. Yeah. Um, but, like... I wonder if they're gonna do any increase, you know, like just straight up increases on some of them, because I know they did that with the transition to sixth six generation. Yeah. Like they buffed up some of the older Pokemon. That might be what this um, is all about, because honestly, some of these Pokemon are just you look at like a like let's look at Butterfree. You're like okay, yeah. and then you look at Pokemon number six six six, the good one. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, like yeah, it's it's basically just a good Butterfree, which. I hate because I love Butterfree. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, if you look at Kabutops and then you look at Bar, Bar, Barbarical, Barbarical. Yeah, 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 Barbarical. I'm like, fuck! It has hard, like it's it's good, and I don't want to like it because yeah, it's, it's ugly, but it's good Kabutops. Yeah, it's basically just a good Kabutops. It sucks. Shell Smash and all this other fun stuff. I don't want to like it, but it's I, I unique typing and ah. Uh, so actually, that's a cool thing. It'd be neat if we got like some a lowland form of the um, like of the fossil. Pokemon. Oh god, I can't wait. That'd 
that like that would be cool. Like, oh yeah, this is what a kabutops looked in this region. Like, why is that? It has a flower in its face. It looks like I'd assume that they would look like coral. Or yeah. maybe that's where you get it. Yeah, so I'm excited already. No. No. That would be that would hurt. That would be like a nail on a coffin. <laughs> oh no. It would just be a barbarical with scythe arms instead. Well, we just replaced a few moves with a slash and dark slash and you're that's it. Or like what's that one that looks like a water type Pokemon, but it's dark psychic? Oh, the weird oh, jellyfish thing. I love it. Malamar or something. Malamar. It's such a contrarian. I love it. It's one of my favorites because people like that one, and then there's that fairy Pokemon that looks like a grass type. Florges? Florges? Yeah. I want, I want to do something with both of those just because people are stupid, but I think, I don't, maybe this is a new thing. Do they show you the typing of the Pokemon or what your moves will yeah. do against them? Well, so what they, they do now is uh, they will show you what moves are effective against what you're fighting. Fuck. <laughs> I know some people are annoyed at that. Personally, I love it because I hate having, you know, like, if I, like, if I look at a Pokemon that I barely ever see, I'm like, what the fuck typing is that? That's why I like um, Florges and Barbar, not Barbar, uh, fucking Malamar, because no one knows. <laughs> it looks like, it looks like a water type. You, you would, yeah. You would, if you were hitting me with a thunderbolt, I'd be saying you're right. <laughs> I mean, even even if you do know the types, if it's something stupid like rock a dragon, it's like, what is that weak to? What is that? What can I <laughs> use against like, that type of overlap there? Well, weren't you the person, Zachris, uh, who took advantage of weakness knowledge with your Dragonite? Ow. Yes. <laughs> you're like, yeah, hit me with an ice beam, I dare so, you. That's so like. Yeah, I'm sort of on both sides of that because one, yeah, it's harder to, to trick people, but honestly, if you have to trick them on basic game knowledge, then, <laughs> they're playing stupid yeah. people. And then also like things like that where they can see, you know, exactly what they can track back with to activate my weakness policy. Yeah, go for it. You've activated my trap card. Mm. I've got a lot of battle videos of, of that just stomping people too. Like, I uh, like at the um, uh, at at the Teco thing, they also had a Team Rocket there. Yeah. And I basically recreated, uh, you know, like Pokemon Silver when Lance went through and uh, destroyed whole, the whole of Team Rocket with Dragonite. <laughs> yeah, I I went and swept uh, the entirety of uh, Team Rocket with Dragonite. You think they're gonna remake Red and Blue, Red, Blue, and Yellow? Because they already have. I mean, again, like... So, so I don't know if they're going to do it again, because I figure, like... I'd rather go uh, somewhere, honestly. What, like Diamond and Pearl be up next? Like, they should just mix gold and gold. You know, it had 16 badges. I want a Pokemon game with 32. I know it's ambitious. But yeah, fuck. Well, I mean, personally, I want a game with two regions again. That'd be nice. Even if they just went back to the one with the other fashion, so alone and then to the X oh, and Y yeah. place? Yeah, like if they just, just went back to Kalos post game. It's like, here's a plane. It's like, what? Because, I mean, that honestly is like what makes Gold Silver my favorite games. It's because, you know, like just that shift there, when you think you beat the game, you're only halfway through. I really gotta use the restroom.
it's like uncomfortable. I'm like, I gotta, gotta keep recording, but I can't. Uh, Zachary, it's eleven thirty. Yeah. Is this too late? Uh, I should, you know, start, uh, you know, start cooking something to to take to work with me. All right. I think my bus is at like twelve forty-five. I'll let you get ready. We have a lot left to talk about, so whenever you want to talk about hunting. <laughs> I love that we talked about work, talked about Pokemon. That's just how the conversations go. Yeah, and we we, we got a little bit, a bit of hunting talk in there. We might, you know, make, you know... About ten minutes, ten minutes and a half took. Got a few hours left in Monster Hunter and then back to Tokiden. And Tokiden yeah, we too. might get to, to the other hunting games because there's so many. And honestly, I've got so much to talk about, about them. <laughs> to uh, be continued. Yeah. All right. Uh, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm going to be here for 12 hours, so I'm free. Alright, because uh, I'll be free tomorrow morning, just like today. Alright. I'm going to be back in the Discord, but i got to end the podcast now. But I'm just going to say bye, even though I'm going to be here. Bye, Toaster. Bye, Zachris.